ass. Well, you learn something new every day. I was amazed also that it barely picked up that one plane that flew overhead or helicopter or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But like the freezer going on, the air kicking on, like none of that even really got picked up. Makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. We are smart. We're so smart. SMRT, baby. Welcome back to our podcast where hopefully it's new and improved audio and we don't suck ass at everything all the time. Yeah. Wow. This is going to be like night and day. Like, oh, wow. What happened? What changed? Did they? Wow, this is great. And We're qual- just real dumb. Quality is... Don't worry about it. Crazy, yeah. We're dumb. Yeah, that's, let's just, yeah, leave it at that. Anyways, so part four. Part four. I feel like because we have been uh, going over part six and we're, what, almost... Are we like a third of the way or halfway? I can't remember. I think we're... Oh, let me look real quick because I have it pulled up on my laptop because I can't stop. Yeah, we've been going in pretty hard and heavy on part six, the just the manga version. All right, and so we left off at chapter 73. There's 158 chapters. So literally, basically, Almost, exactly half. Yeah. Um, but I am now on chapter 74 because I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, baby. Nope. Yeah, but anyway, so um, it feels funny because we are still actively, obviously, rewatching part four, but we got super waylaid into part six. So yet again, we're doing the time warp. Listen, it's been it's been a hell of a year especially for America, and I feel like I'm just grasping at straws to find anything and everything to distract my brain from just spiraling into bleakness. Like, anything that I can that I can use to get my fucking brain to chill the fuck out. I'm not like... This is grade A fucking content. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying that I disagree with what you're doing. I'm here for it. God, look how fucking short-filled these are. That's why we got them. <laughs> That's why we got them here. Yep. Uh, I'm just saying that it's it's fun because we're yet again doing like a little skip around um, on the order of stuff. So now we're back at part four um, mentally. Well, yes, mentally we're going to be covering and actually verbally and physically we're going to be covering part four on this episode. But um, we we touched on it with the Joji songs. I mean that right. was definitely part of it yeah that was fun that was a good that was a yeah too bad the audio sucked so episode five episode five uh bros three. Oh no we have to mention how this episode started off upon our rewatch mm. this was the this was the night that i was entirely distracted by a conversation about pegging <laughs> <laughs> and i mean if you think about it koichi kind of gets pegged by an arrow so yeah well that was like a couple episodes before this mm-hmm. um oh my god my notes for this you can tell i'm so distracted because i i i was writing like in all caps like i was very angry um yeah but this was this was the night that i started the conversation with my girlfriends about pegging and then it wrapped everyone 
spiral out of control. It went beyond um, beyond help. I mean, my first note on this is that Koichi mentions, what if someone were to get shot with an arrow more than once? Twice, yeah. And I put, I'm angry. <laughs> angry, because Araki, quote, forgets, unquotes things. Yeah, that's right. You got real worked up real quick about it. And I was like, what, what? And you're like, oh. Yeah. And I then, was snarling. And yeah. It was bad. Um, you, were, you were doing the arf, arf. Snarl. So we're still in the we're still in the Nijimura's like attic, I guess. Yes. And yeah, his whole comment on what if someone gets hit with the arrow twice thing. I mean, I guess Araki didn't actually. I think I got mad because people like, oh, Araki forgets everything, but he doesn't. And we've talked about this at length. The last episode I uploaded, and episode like two episodes before that or something, like he doesn't forget. Right. He he like admitted in that one interview like he forgets details of characters sometimes so that's why he has like a drawing of them up so he can draw them correctly again and again. When right. you're drawing like dozens of characters per part and they're all new, you're going to forget some details. Right. And I mean at, at that part in the interview he was uh, actively working on part seven so right obviously he's like yeah it's newly, been a minute yeah newly part seven yeah, that was like eight years ago yeah. that, was, that was a wild ride of a video yeah that was Ooh. the girl who said she wants to marry jotaro and also that she wants to have his children and she wants him to spit on her yeah she basically wants him to bully her and she fucking just tell her that she's annoying freaked out like literally like freaked the fuck out yeah Rocky was like i wish you the best <laughs> i hope this happens for you yeah. <laughs> like, oh. she's like ah. he was so nice about it he's like i really hope this happens for you if it's your dream right. i hope your dream comes true laughs laughs awkwardly when it, woman interviewing me says that my character should spit on her yeah um, um yeah so anyways um so the other thing there was, I feel like there was a lot to unpack from this one episode, Absolutely. at least for me. And I, it's funny because I don't really have a lot of notes, but they're they thick, they thick notes. So the second note I have is um, the father was in Tokyo in 1988, Daddy which Nijimura. means yeah, which means the Dio theoretically was, was in alive. Tokyo or alive in 1988. Because that's when Daddy Nijimura get, got flesh butted. Yes, and it took him. And the other thing that was like it wasn't an instant. Uh, transformation like it took him a while to go from just like a, a drunk to actually fully transformed into a monster so you wanted to discuss this on the last episode that I uploaded uh, which covered uh, Diamond is Unbreakable 1, 2, 3, and 4 episodes mm-hmm. you wanted to go over this and we kind of did like we went over how I'm fucking annoyed that there's a new timeline and like things don't match up and we don't know if it's like the anime's fault or like the actual manga fault. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there, this comes to light, like this whole Nijimura timeline, like really just inserts all the plot holes. Yes. All the plot holes. When did Stardust Crusaders actually take place? Because at the beginning of the anime, it says 1987. And. So you assume that when Joseph gets to Japan to help his grandson, it's still 1987. You would think. Because I don't think, I don't, I don't think Jojo has been in jail for two fucking years or like a year and a half or some shit Mm -mm. waiting for Gigi to fucking show up. It's been like eight hours at most. Yeah. Well, however long it takes to get from New York City to, to Tokyo. 
see that's the other thing like i i remember we even mentioned that in part three it was like so was he already on his way to tokyo prior to because i think he might have been i think dio traveled the world before he settled in cairo <laughs> and uh surrounded himself with all his um lackeys i was talking about uh joseph like as if he had was he already on his way to tokyo by the time that jotaro ended up in jail no i think holly called him as soon as okay jojo got arrested and was like i need your help my delinquent boy yeah there's something <laughs> wrong with my son and you got poo poo brain yeah so and maybe you can help yeah he's acting like Le- that's the last shit. person you should have fucking asked like thank god abdal was there am i right yeah right for real Anyway, back to part four. Yeah, so uh, it's just like <laughs> it immediately is like okay, so which of these realities is yeah, I'm the still, actual face value? I'm, I re-listened to the episode that uh, came before this, and I'm going back to my this is an alternate universe theory, and I'm not going to get heavily into it, but like I, this is an alternate universe. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. There's so many slight changes, and they talk about it at length. Like, you'd think at some point someone would be sitting there reading the story and be like, wait, didn't they do this in Stardust Crusaders at this point in time? And be like, maybe we should try to make these match. So I'm still going on. This is an alternate universe somehow. Well, it's funny because um, two things. Firstly, uh, the father is such a basically throwaway character. If you think about it in this in the series in part four. So, and yet... But his backstory sets the fucking tone. Right. Like, it shows, like, how much Dio was actually involved in this whole town's... Like... Corruption? Yeah. Like, I feel like we're we're one step away from the whole Pepe Silvia scene, where, like, you break out a whiteboard and just have, like, the entire fucking, like, okay, like, everything's charted out and there's a million... That's... It's always sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, no. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we've gotten to that point, and it's just not visual, but, like, we've gotten there. Right. Remember, but, I almost punched my mic last time right. we talked about this. Right, but stuff like this is that shit that actually feeds into that yeah. dumpster fire. So, I'm, I'm still theorizing that this is an entirely alternate universe, but, like, only certain things have changed. Like, obviously... Joseph had an extramarital affair, which I think everyone watching part three were like, no, there's no fucking way that he would ever parts two and three. He mm-hmm. would never do that to Susie Q. Yeah. Unless Wait, that, was was a, that was a, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, uh, that TikTok uh, cartoon that we watched last night. It was like, he's like, I would never do that. I can't believe that they have me written like this. And you know, in part exactly. four, it's like, yeah, I mean, he, he was a fucking idiot, but he never really came across as the kind of guy that would just arbitrarily, you know, yeah, fucking cheat like that to that yeah. extreme, especially. So yeah, I have a, I have like a single note about um, what's the Japanese word for dad? I got poopoo brain. Uh, Tosan. Tosan Nijimura eats his own severed hand. So anytime he gets injured, like the dude can't die. That's oh, the God. point. That's why Keicho is, is trying to make stand users. It's like literally to kill his father because his dad cannot die. Yeah. And he just eats the parts of himself that like fall off or get cut off as like sustenance. And then that part like regrows back. So you want to talk like gross 
nastiness. That's what happens when you get flesh butted and when the when the owner of that flesh blood dies. Yeah. Which is really nasty. Or I mean, yeah. So I think I think we should bless Ooh, no, we were speculating. Like, what happened to all the other stand users like Mariah and Steely Dan that were still alive, but that were retired? What happened to them? Right. I don't think that it's... I think they... I mean, they even kind of say that they, I think, at passing in part three, mention it and make it sound like that they would die eventually. But I think that that happens to all of them if they somehow survive. Everyone that was flush-butted by Dio that survives after his death turns into green goo. See, I don't even know if him dying But my baby Mariah. I mean, I don't know. it's not fair. I mean, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, is it is it everybody or is it just the really weak willed? Because like, did he doesn't have a does he have did he have a stand? What was no, his stand? remember he, didn't he have sold stand. he sold like his soul to Dio in return for like <clears throat> riches and so his family could like live yeah. very comfortably like the rest so, of their days. So I don't think that if you have if you have a stand, I don't think you necessarily died. Even if I think it was just because he didn't have like because a stand remember is like the it's like a direct correlative to your spirit like strength so i think if you're weak of spirit then yeah that's what happens to you but i think if dio died and they were still flush butted i think a stand user would just like the flush butt would just kind of like psh, like no dust they all away. got turned into piles of green goo look i was trying to i was trying to save that hottie with a body okay i know <laughs> that was on your side there um i also thought it was funny and i don't know which jojo i meant this um for but goes from fuck you to heckin' concern in under one second. I think it's I think it's Josuke. See, I thought... Because Jotaro wasn't here. Right. So it had to be Josuke being all like, fuck you! Like, no, are you okay? See, I think... I, but I think, feel like all JoJo's are like that. I think what we were both, because I have another note that's kind of like that, it was trope number 312. We just fought, so now we're friends and go to the same school. Yeah. So I think that maybe what, like, you know, like he went from, like Okiasu went from... Oi, I'm gonna kill you. To Oi. <laughs> Why is Josuke Australian all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> Oi, I'm gonna kill you, mate. No, Okiasu is Australian. I Josuke. What did I just say? You said Josuke. You said Josuke is Australian all of a sudden. Cut. All right. Um, Sinus infection makes <sighs> for fun. Yeah, but like so, and it's it's even funny because she's like, "Hey, did you didn't you notice you live right across the street from me?" It's like, and, and Joe's case is just like, you don't really actually technically live here. Kind of like, what? You're just squatting in this place. Hey, squatter's law. If you're there for up to six months and like no one catches you, it's yours. I think that's actually super duper a thing in Japan, actually. Like, because they do have so many like vacant houses in in Japan. Because I watched one of those like travel or abroad. Of course you did. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you can get one of these like fucking either for free sometimes or like so close to free it might as well be yeah well there was i just read about this recently there was a place there were several places in italy actually where the population is aging out so fast or all the young people move away because the economy is just unsustainable that they were offering people to buy a house for as little as um like a thousand euros hmm and like there was of course they went to auction so it was like starting bid was a thousand euros 
So all these people in Europe, like it from England and Denmark and Sweden and other places that like wanted a vacation home in Italy, like snatched up all these houses that were literally dilapidated. Mm. And there's so many things that needed to be like done in order to keep the the property, I guess. You had to do like so many renovations in a, in a certain amount of time and you had to spend like this much money on it like doing those renovations and it had to be like livable you know within a certain Mm -hmm. amount of time and so all these people like were like oh well it can't be that bad and they walk in like there's like literally no roof or like the stone stairs are completely turned to dust like yeah well that was the guy like the jap the, the guy in japan um the foundation was fucked but the thing with japan their whole you know, deal or no deal situation was you had, cause a lot of these places are, they used to be farms. Yeah. So they want to keep those huge tracts of land from getting developed, like super, super developed. Um, so they're like, we'll give you this for like free, but you have to fix it up and you have to actually actively like use the farmland. Huh. So like, <laughs> like, as like long throw as- away your whole life and use the farmland, become a farmer. Well, I mean, people have gotten creative with it, but like, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, Japan. Interesting. Yeah. Shall I move on to episode six? Could we please? (laughs) Uh, I titled this one, uh, The Guilt Guy. Yeah, Guilt Trip the Stand. I fucking hate this guy. Uh, Yeah, this this episode bored the fuck out of me rewatching it. And the worst part is the guy's name is Kobayashi, which all I can think of when I see that name is uh, Kobayashi Maru from Star Trek. Right. I think of the hot dog guy. Um, He's like the, the world champion hot dog eater. Oh, that hot dog guy. I'm like, there are literally so many hot dog guys in the world. No, no. I need to be more specific. This, this hot dog the guy. The hot dog eating guy. Yes. Not gotcha. Nathan. Not Nathan and his hot dogs. Right. So, yeah, literally my first note for this episode is I hate this episode and this dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was like, I hate this fucking guy. Stan is literally a perfect extension of his shitty self, extortion, blackmail, like just... But we see this kind of Stan repeat itself. Right. We see it repeat itself in part five, right? Mm-hmm. And part six. Mm-hmm. This similar type of stand. And I like the dude's a shitty dude to begin with, so I guess it serves correctly that he gets a shitty stand that he literally just uses to extort people for money. And he's a fucking perv. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what, 19 or 20? And he looks like he's like 40. Of course. Right. It's just, it's more of the same. It's like you thought Okiasu looked like an old, like a 40 year old guy. Yeah. yeah. Wait till they get a load of this shithead. But in this, in this episode, Koichi goes into Vegeta mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he unlocks reverb act or echoes. No, reverb. Is echoes what they call it in Japan? Yeah. Echoes part two. And uh, yeah, this is yeah, like he gets he gets so angry. Yeah, his hair does goes into Vegeta mode. Shit, I love it. That his stand literally like powers up. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, maybe it's finally coming into something. This is where he gets the ability to um, like place sounds as words onto people. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I did like that a lot actually because there's so many. Uh, what did he do for Kobayashi? He like um, did a cracking noise. Yeah. And then he did something where he like basically had like super bad tinnitus. Yeah. Cause like he, like he, the whole pretense of it is that he's like going to beat the shit out of him. Um, you know, echoes is going to beat the shit out of him. He's like punching him in the face and he's like acting like he's dying for a split second. And he's like, wait, this doesn't hurt at all. And then he like, you know, tries to act 
tough again and then he the looks down and he's it, like yeah. he's like well, what the hell is this what's this writing and then he's like just going insane and being deafened by the friggin the sounds yeah i do think i do think that stand power up is is pretty nifty and i do think like used correctly it could definitely be pretty devastating yeah i mean you could take down entire buildings oh, oh. <laughs> that was your fucking collarbone <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes it was Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't. That's really... all. I, that's all I have for that. It's just <laughs> like I fucking hate Kobayashi. Yeah, and Koichi goes into Vegeta mode, and like, just nothing really worthwhile. This is this feels really filler. This feels like stand user of the week formula. Yeah, because like the the whole the end result of this is that he's like he beats his ass, and then he's like, oh, I'm gonna be your your lackey, and then he's. Oh yeah, like he's, he's like, fucking. He's like, oh, let me carry servant. your bag to school. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. And he starts. Um, he uses the like honorifics and stuff with Koichi. He calls him Koichi Sama. Yeah, <laughs> or Koichi Dono, right? Yeah, Dono. That's right. Or, yeah. No, the male version of that. Dono's. Yeah, Dono it's is unisex. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as unisex, so it's whatever, <laughs> regardless of gender. Like it's it's yeah, it's an honorific. Yeah, Dono is like it's like head of state level so he's like really landing on thick like right. they'd be like if the fucking prime prime minister well not abe anymore but the new guy um i was gonna say trudeau <laughs> yes if the prime minister of canada <laughs> which, visited japan they would call him trudeau don't know yes trudeau yeah. don't know trudeau don't know don't you know trudeau don't know trudeau don't know trudeau don't know yeah and he's like a bird hybrid Say that like a million times fast if i do my my tongue will literally fall out of my fucking head all right Iraqi. <laughs> all right episode a, a, a seven. pencil starts scribbling two joskes all caps exclamation exclamation two joskes go around the outside um <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much what? sometimes. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, like, honestly, I fucking hate, I, I, well, I hate this episode less than I hated episode six, but it feels awfully like, you know, an extension <laughs> of more filler. Can I tell you, I'm going to literally read you my notes for this episode. Mm-hmm. I got a <laughs> lot. Two. I got a lot of, fu- well, no, I don't actually. That's I have two sentences. I got, yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Kobayashi calls Koichi with suffix dono and Kenshin called Kaoru that, I think... Mm-hmm. I never actually Googled it to double check, but I'm pretty sure it is. And then I have copy Josuke looks nothing like real Josuke. Yeah, I and did. That was, it. that was the whole, that's the whole episode. Well, okay. So like, so. Tension and uh, copy Josuke is a shittier, uglier version of Josuke. So I have three and I'm going to write in, I'm going to add lib a fourth. So the first thing I'd say, and I kind of, I like mentioned this loudly because of my dismay when we were watching the episode is. The first time that you see the the enemy of the week on this episode, I forget his fucking name. Hazamata. Hazamata. Yeah. When you first see him in a in a photo. Oh yeah, the photo is so kawaii. He, he looks, looks really cool. Cute. Like he looks like a badass. Like he's got this like you know like the, the typical super angular chin, and he's got like the you know the three the three quarter down angle, and he's looking up all like intimidating and shit. And then you see him, and he's like. Shorter than Koichi, like he's a shit stick. Yeah, he's a little shit stick that you should flush down the toilet. And I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so lessons learned from six and seven. Yeah, but Kobayashi like, get fucked. Hazamata get fucked. Yeah, like copycat stand ain't got shit on Josuke's appeal. 
Um, I thought it, I did think it was funny that like Hazamata's stand was like kind of like almost he came off as like being embarrassed by him when they were walking around in public. He's like, he's like, oh my god, this fucking. He's like, oh my god, this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause every. All right, so he's really embarrassed when they're walking around. Yeah, cause yeah, cause he they're walking through town together, and ev- like everybody, everybody's fawning over Josuke, little copy Josuke, and he's just getting more and more pissed off. And copy Josuke, it's is, like low res copy Josuke too. Right. It's like it's like two eighty p copy Josuke, <laughs> like, like YouTube circa two thousand like seven or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So so I thought that was pretty fucking funny, and it makes him come across even more just sad. Just well, like, no, because. Who comes up to him and asks him, oh, why why are you hanging out with Josuke all of a sudden? Like, someone comes up to him, and, and he's like, he has to, like, play it off. Like, oh, yeah, this is definitely Josuke. Like, it's not a fucking low-res copy of him that I fucking made out of a wooden art doll. Um, I, Was it one of the fangirls? Like, it was one of the girls or something? No, I think it was a dude. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. But anyways, it's really it's really pathetic. And then... Because we... Josuke's walking around with Jotaro. Yes. Trying to find copy Josuke right um and then Koichi got a girlfriend uh and I'm like oh I'm sure this won't somehow turn out bad are we on episode eight no this is still episode seven Mm. (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) like I said I literally had two sentences and then my last my last um note for episode seven is another fucking turtle um why because there's another fucking turtle just in the background somewhere yes fair I think, yeah, what the hell were they? Because this was like, this one, the pinnacle of this is them going across the train tracks and tricking them, and, and then like, you know, they end up duping them. Ugh, what, an un, what, an, what a non-memorable yeah, what a, fucking episode. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember any of that, and uh, we watched this episode twice. Yeah, I'm just like, man, this episode sucked a lot of ass. <sighs> And it sucks because this is only like episode six and seven, and it's uh, like, yeah, I tuned out during episode six, and I, I, I was like, oh, we're halfway through episode seven. I should probably write something down. Ew, this copy looks shitty. Yeah, not great. Yeah, not great stuff. Well, it's fine. Not every episode, and that's what I keep telling my friend, who's like, it's taken me four years, and I still can't get past episode one. I've memorized all the dialogue in episode one now. Are you serious? He said that he's literally memorized the dialogue. I showed you the fucking conversation. Wait, I mean, I didn't see that part of it. What? It was the first thing I showed you. Mm. He literally was like, "I've I've seen this episode so many times. I have the dialogue memorized." Oh. And and I was like, "Okay, well, maybe just stop watching that episode." Right. I mean, yeah, I remember like, that part. If you, if you know what happens in episode one, fucking skip it. He did message me today. And uh, I guess because instead of watching the debates last night, which if you're in America, <sighs> he said, oh, I'm at season two after last night. I gave myself the choice of Jojo or the debate. <laughs> oh, God. I'm at the point where it's still fucking stupid, but now I can't look away. There it is. There it is. He's He's hooked. Yeah. That's all it takes. Um, yeah, I'm like, yes, welcome to part two battle tendies. <laughs> battle tendies? <laughs> battle tendies. I get awfully testy if I don't get my battle tendies. Battle tendies. Um, you know what? Honestly, the best part and my, my only positive takeaway from episode seven is we got some cute Josuke Koichi bro moments when he like saves them from the whole getting shoved through the fucking door thing. Oh, yeah, where he, like, instantly uses Crazy Diamond to heal him. But, like, as he gets... Because, okay, yeah, because Hazamata's stand 
whose copy Josuke makes actual Josuke like punch the shit out of Koichi, but like Crazy Diamond instantly heals him from that, but then Koichi still goes sailing through a fucking metal door. Yeah. And he's like, all my bones are broken again. Can you please heal me again? <laughs> yeah. And, and still, everything hurts. He's such a good sport about it too, because Josuke is just like, all right, let's go. And he's like, like, I know you didn't mean it, but yeah. <laughs> I hurt. <laughs> I am broken. Koichi is just that fucking, he's that fucking kid from The Simpsons that's just like, I'm in danger. Right. He's so small. I choo choose you, Lisa. Yeah, you just wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna cheer for him, you want yeah. him to do good and Yeah. Sometimes he gets thrown through a fucking metal door. Right, sometimes. But you mentioned that Koichi has a girlfriend now, and that brings us to episode eight titled Koichi's Girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was like episode seven, because that yeah, the episode seven he they they run across him like while they're just the incidental cafe. yeah they're just incidental they're like oh that's right okiyasu's like no way yeah he's, he's losing his he gets fucking so excited his tiny tiny walnut brain over yeah. it and he's like ah oh, man All yeah right. but then but then yukako goes like batshit and he's just like never mind yeah like he, <laughs> she has a mini fucking freak out which is like Ew, that's probably not yeah. setting us up for anything good we should talk about that freak out freak out mm-hmm. we should talk about that freak out um, because Okiyasu literally chokes on his own words. I thought that was hilarious. Like he <laughs> yeah. literally chokes on his own words when he sees Yukako freak out. And this is where we're introduced to the fact that she is very much Yandere and not at all Sundere, right. which I feel like Sundere is pretty fucking mainstream for like Japanese anime and like high school relationships in particular. It's like it's the little definitely, slice of life thing. It's definitely the one that everybody like. Uh, like in almost instinct if you watch anime you're like oh i know i know what this is yeah if someone explains to you what tsundere means you're like oh yeah i know like 18 characters off the top of my head that are fucking right tsundere but yandere is like that really super crazy you need to love me like i won't stop until you love me and if you don't love me i will literally fucking kill you kind of thing and that scares the shit out of me right tsundere tsundere anime are like cutesy slice of life and then yandere are it's probably rated like tv ma and you're gonna want to get a barf bag yeah 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 like someone's gonna be losing some fingers or arms and shit yeah but um not something i'm ever interested in and the, the sad thing is to me is that yukako didn't have to be yandere like at all like koichi really like liked her he liked the way she looked right he liked her in general and then she had to like freak the fuck out on him for no reason and i don't feel like her being a yandere character does anything to drive the plot forward really because then we get a couple more filler episodes yeah with her and koichi i agree and they still end up being together in the end, which is great because, like, I think she maybe, like, matures a little bit and realizes she doesn't have to fucking be like that. I just, I hate the Yandere trope so much because there's so many people who look at that and think that's, like, the hallmark of a healthy relationship. They're like, mm, mm, give me, give me a, uh, give me another plate of that delicious stuff. And I think that's where, like, one of my friends from the Ginger, like, um mentioned something about simping the other day and so and how it was like a really bad thing and how people just need to like leave other people alone kind of thing like yeah like in the in the world of bullying like it's fucking stupid to waste your time like literally going after other people when you have your own life to live but i've like we've seen the simp thing like being like 
reclaimed by like weebs especially as like a term for like I would do anything for that character pretty mm. much yeah. and I I feel like that like I don't take it very seriously when people say like oh I'm a simp for Abakio like okay fine like he doesn't exist like IRL right so like good for <laughs> you like I, I feel like that's a very kind of like lighthearted thing to say like it's just like I really like this character and I would literally die for them mm-hmm. if I needed to but I'm not going to because they're two dimensional yeah they're not real so. yeah so I feel like the weeb community's been kind of trying to like take that and like make it like something positive, like not so much like as negative as it has been. But then one of the other people like came on and was like, well, no, because it's literally like talking about people like guys mostly who go and like give money to like, I guess, public figures like women online mm-hmm. in the hopes that the women will like want to date them or like talk to them more or do something so they literally feel like the women owe them something because they paid money to them which See, i thought i thought that that wasn't simping i thought simping was you doing it with like literally like no expectation yeah of that's what i thought too but yeah. apparently like this person was like no it's like where you like expect them to go out of their way to like acknowledge you or do mm. something which to me is like that whole yandere thing like i'm gonna give you all this money why won't you notice me right and get like angry about it and that's why we have like people who go and like kill women mm. like i hate i hate it so much because it's so real if you're a woman and you see a yandere like relationship somewhere like you're just like holy fucking shit get the fuck out pork chop sandwiches run mm. Mm. Oh, sorry like i just it's a good it's a good meme from- i brought it up again on this episode because i was going through my facebook memories like a day or so ago and my whole status was just pork chop sandwiches like all caps that's so. like from that. That's one of those memes that's sold that it literally feels like an, a, a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like 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 the shimmer or like the remember it's way from back like when two thousand seven. Yeah, that's like that's when memes weren't even memes. Right. That was just a funny fucking thing. Like, yeah, it was like, just a it was just a it was a dub over. You're like oh oh if only there was a word that could perfectly encapsulate what this is. And then someone was like memetic meme. And someone else was like. Remember, like, they're like, remember from, like, the 70s or 80s when that one really old white dude said memetics? We should use that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it meme. Memes roll on the internet, yo. All right, so let's get back on topic. Mm. I'm, I'm just, I'm pissed that they made her yonder day to begin with because she could have been, like, the nicest, sweetest person. I was like, hey, um, I know this house over by the seaside that's, like, completely empty. We should go there for the weekend. I'll help you study for your English test coming up because I know you did really bad on your last one. And, like, her stand, I forget what it's actually called, but we do see the stand name, I think, in, like, the next episode. There's, like, a title card for it. Mm-hmm. Her stand could be, like, really nice. He could be, like, he could be, like, oh, I need to get an eraser, but I left mine across the room. And she could be, like, hair tendrils, go get the eraser and bring it over here. See, but that's, like, that's what I, that's what I meant with the distinction between, like, your slice of life I know, and this we've already talked about how this is very formulaic and every stand user has to be a potential enemy or an actual enemy before they become an ally. And I, I just, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. It feels like, I, I do really, like, part four has a soft spot in my heart, but it is really formulaic so far. Listen, which- Josuke and Okyasu are by far the best 
duo. You're are they an OTP or they're just a duo. Yeah. I don't care how you pair them or don't pair them, ship them, don't ship them. I don't give a fuck. But them together are like the sweetest little rice cake <laughs> topped with peanut butter. That's a reference to something. I guess. I don't know. I'm just... They're snacks. They're both snacks. Oh. And you put them together and they're an even better snack. I get you. They're a snackwich. Sure. Well, if you put them together and there's peanut butter in the middle, then... No, one's the rice cake and one's the peanut butter. Oh. And you put them together so and you have a rice cake topped with peanut butter. They're an open-faced snack witch. Yes. Nice. But they're just so cute and adorable together. And yeah, like, they're, they're soft boys. <laughs> soft boys. Just, just a couple of good old soft boys. Right. They're not hardened by, like, tons of... Well, not yet. Tons of death and destruction in their lives. They're still young and they're, you know, like, yeah, yeah, they're soft boys. Yeah. But I don't know. I would say Queechee's the one that gets traumatized first and foremost in this fucking series season. By with the metallic crotch? Well, yes. But. (laughs) I'm traumatized. (laughs) But. Listen, don't touch what you can't pay for. Mm. Um. No, I was talking about from Yukako. Like, she fucking traumatizes this kid. It's, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. She makes him piss his pants. She does, she does do that. At least once. Like, so yeah. So again, instead of like using your stand for good, like she's just like, I have to be evil. I don't know why. Yeah, and it's weird because she's like that whole perfect persona trope. So it's like, I was always like, I mean, because usually... She's like, she's like Sailor Mars, but you take Sailor Mars and her slight yandere and you like just catapult it to the fucking moon. Yeah, because usually with those character types, like you get the backstory later on where it's like, oh, their parents, like they abandoned them or like they had to like raise their sister as their mother. And it's like, oh, they just like, they're so, they're so like, you know, they act like they're like, I feel like that would be better for you, Kako. But the fact that she just made out to be crazy fucking lady right off the bat. Right. For no reason. For no reason. I hate it. Right. But I love you, Kako. Like I love you, Kako. And I feel like my headcanon is she matures from all this. She grows up and becomes a nice young woman who's very protective of her boyfriend, who may or may not be Koichi, at a later date. She's very protective of them and would do anything for them, but she doesn't, like, try to fucking hurt them if they have, like, a tiff. Right. No, I, I yeah, I agree, because otherwise, like, yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and that was my last fucking note, was everyone except Miki, who we haven't gotten introduced to, Koichi and... Fortero is an enemy at first, but then an ally, question mark, question mark, why? That's just, that's the fucking shonen. That's shonen shining through. Like, that's that's through and through shonen. Like, I, yeah, every I mean, I fucking, get it. Because Polaroff, like, even, even Avdol was Jute's enemy before, yeah. and Star Platinum was Jute's enemy before he realized what the fuck it was. Right. He's like, like I'm being haunted by an evil spirit. Yeah, I'm possessed by a demon. Um, and... Like, so obviously, Kakuin and Polnareff were fucking enemies, like, actual enemies that Jotaro then decides to, like, take it upon himself to save. Yeah. So, so even, like, so Dragon Ball, because you were talking about Dragon Ball earlier, the original Dragon Ball, like, literally Yamcha, Krillin, Tien, Piccolo, Vegeta, like, literally every character that ends up being on their side at one point was his, was his enemy quote enemy unquote yeah well piccolo i definitely tried to kill him many times i know 
but it's just that's just the shonen like they can't avoid it sometimes what works works you know i forgot to mention rohan in that list because rohan even mm. even rohan is like a pseudo enemy yeah he's he's like of the... koichi's though not a just <laughs> he doesn't become a an, an enemy and i use that term lightly because it's more just a rival which mm. is weird because dude you're four years older than this kid like fucking maybe just yeah you're a prof- you're a very wealthy professional mangaka like right but he doesn't do it for the money well, yeah, but he's still like... No, I, I get it. Yeah. He has his life to live, and yet he lets Josuke get under his skin so easily, and I think that's why like people ship them so much, is because like obviously <clears throat> he loves him. Right. Yeah. I do really enjoy the fucking... Like, I do enjoy those ridiculous like escalations in those future episodes. Like They're just so fucking stupid and ridiculous, and he's so intense like with his loathing of him. I know. You know what I realized the other day? What? Um, I, I wanted my hair when I dyed it last. I wanted it to be Rohan green, but it wasn't Mm. and it isn't. (laughs) It's turning yellow on the ends. You use the, uh, you use that shampoo. Did it not? Yeah. I've used it once because I don't wash my hair every day because bad. I I didn't know I was actually I should be using that clarifying shampoo every fucking day, Mm -hmm. but I don't wash my hair that often and I can't get back in the habit of doing that. Because it will literally fall out of my head. Ugh. Considering I've dyed it and bleached it no less than seven times since quarantine. Just a couple times. Quarantine started. Just a couple times. It's a feel. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. Back, um, back to Rohan. Oh. Is this? Wait. No. We don't get to Rohan mm. until episode 14. Oh boy, we got some... No, episode... Yeah, episode 14, I titled, Is anyone ready for Rohan? Question mark, question mark. No. We, we get the a answer little, is no. We get a taste of Rohan in 13, but then we get... Right. Yeah, but we'll get to that. So, <laughs> I just think it's funny because I, I was not fucking ready for Rohan the first time. Mm-mm. And I still wasn't ready for Rohan the second time. I think you asked me, you were like, are you ready for Rohan? And I was like, is anyone ever ready for Rohan? Yeah, you literally actually said that verbatim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the answer is still no. The answer is still no, especially after watching that. And I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, and considering that he gets like, I mean, yeah, like the whole antagonist versus then quasi-ally. He gets even fucking batshit crazier as we go on in this. Like, it's like he's the one in this whole series, I feel like, that just kind of is like a fucking just loose cannon. Like, you're like, God, <laughs> Rohan's yeah. in this episode. What the hell's going to happen? Right. Yep. We're going to Rohan's house. What's going <laughs> to happen? Yeah. It's like, choose your choose your ending. What's going to happen? Yeah. Any number of things. It's not going to be good. Literally. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, and this goes back to that whole, like, like the side characters aren't actually side characters because I feel like we get episodes. It's like Stardust Crusaders where all of the Crusaders got a handful of episodes dedicated to themselves except for Avdol, which, fuck that. Yeah. Like, he, he never, like, single-handedly defeated a stand. Yeah, which is really weird. Like, his... <sighs> Like his his stand is. We don't a even badass. see him secreted away. Right. After he gets shot, right. like we don't see that. All we the next thing we see of him is just like on this island as an old man. I mean that was just so. I feel like I feel like they did Avdol a disservice by like not giving him like a couple episodes. Like they could have taken any number of Polnareff episodes. 
Well, no, I guess because Abdal didn't need to shit constantly. Oh, I mean, I, no, I'm they, sure they he did. They should have fucking taken any number of Polar episodes and instead substituted them for fucking Abdal episodes. Right. Like, that's the that's. The, but Abdal's not stupid enough to wander away from the group and get fucking attacked by stand users constantly. Ex- exactly. So they probably would have been better. Like Polar episodes come off like fucking shitty Power um, Power Ranger episodes where it's like. How, how how did this come come for this? Like you wandered off, you're in the middle of a wasteland suddenly. How did that happen? And oh by the way, some dumbass looking freak of the week is about to whip your dick off <laughs> <laughs> and slap you to death with it. Oh god, I feel like we get a couple of those episodes with Josuke and Okiasu in part four. Yeah, I mean, like, I get I get being annoyed by the whole standard user of the week bullshit. Um, but especially if they're just, like, super self-serving. Like, Hazamata and Kobayashi are just super self-serving. They're selfish assholes. They're perverts. Like, yeah. Hazamata maybe... No, Hazamata was a pervert, too. Didn't he say something about... Um, yeah, yeah, because he was, like, talk, like as, as he was walking down the street... He was. He said some perverted shit. Yeah, he was I'm like, sure let's he did. go do that. Yeah. So it's just those kinds of characters to me are just so easy to lose interest in and like just tune out of that. I'm just like, I don't really fucking care. See, my I just had this sudden thought. Like, you know how the pacing obviously is way different between the manga and the anime. So is it different, or is it only different because we were watching the manga like put into video form? No, like I just mean like time, like how many issues versus how many episodes well one episode of the monk of the anime is like five or six episodes of the manga right so what i'm saying is i'm curious to see if like since now we're watching a visual representation of part six and i've I've been complaining a little bit about how i'm like this is taking way too long with certain characters like with certain enemies I'm curious how I that's going to... I can guarantee you, if you were reading the manga, if you were reading it, that you would be like going through it so quickly it wouldn't mm, even fucking bother you. Maybe. But it's because every single chapter is broke up into an individual video, that how we're watching it, that you're having to click on to like the next one. Whereas if you're reading it, like I am, you just like keep scrolling down. Like you're just going, you're yeah. right to left, scrolling down, and you just click on next. And it's just like, okay, start again, scrolling down, right to left. Like I'm just curious... I'm just curious slightly to see how that translates into the anime. I can, I can almost guarantee you that what we're seeing in part six with each like enemy stand user is going to be probably an episode or maybe two episodes, depending on how they can condense the fighting or if they draw out the fighting scenes. Hmm. Because yeah. the one that we just watched with Kenzo, like I feel like they could draw that out into two full-length episodes or they could like kind of start it at the end of one and do one full episode and end it at the beginning of another one so it's like an episode and like some change on either side but it's not actually like two full episodes yeah no i mean that's probably what's gonna end up happening i was just no i know i'm just curious hopefully the audio is like way fucking better on this for for undisclosed reasons (laughs) for undisclosed reasons uh it's classified information Mm, highly and uh, I hope you guys have a great week. And, excuse me, I hope you don't have a sinus infection because it sucks. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.